day, everyone, and welcome to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for joining us. Michigan's COVID spike is now the worst we've seen, at least by some measures. Hospitalizations are at an all-time high. Total confirmed cases are near the same level we saw at the peak of the surge last fall, and they're still rising. Deaths are also rising, but are fortunately not as high as what we saw during the last spike. So far, Governor Gretchen Whitmer has decided not to add new restrictions on Michiganders in businesses and instead is asking for a voluntary two-week pause in youth sports, in-person classes, and a pause in indoor dining. That is key, given the absolute uh, excitement I think people had about the idea of going back to restaurants. The governor is also asking the federal government to surge vaccines to Michigan, a request that the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, has publicly rebuffed, saying the governor should enact a new shutdown in Michigan instead. Here to talk about all of the things that are going on with COVID and vaccines is Michigan's top doctor and one of Governor Whitmer's most important advisors on the pandemic response, Michigan Chief Medical Executive Jonay Caldoun. Dr. Caldoun, welcome back to Detroit Today. Thanks for having me back. So I've got to start with the question that I think is uh, front of everybody's mind. Why are there not going to be new restrictions to match this new surge in COVID cases? Uh, Obviously, the governor is the person who makes that decision and has been making those decisions for the past year. But you're one of the people she's really counting on for advice about what to do and data to back it up. So I'm really curious about your assessment of the possibility of new restrictions and why we're not why we're not there yet. Yeah, so you know, I'm I'm absolutely very concerned about where we are with our COVID cases, our hospitalizations, our deaths. Um, of course, I'm I'm very proud of our vaccination efforts, over 5.4 million doses and in, in arms across the state. Um, but I'm very, very concerned about where we are and our, our surge currently being higher than we were even in this fall surge. So absolutely, you know, I, I understand while we need more vaccines in the, in the state and we're doing a great job of vaccinating, a vaccine put in an arm today does not address the, the spread really um, and, and the case rate that is going on today. So absolutely, um, really dire situation. Actually had the opportunity to work in the emergency department this past weekend and, and really just concerned about what I saw. Sick patients, young patients, patients with COVID, patients not with COVID, patients lining our hallways and stretchers, really concerning. When it comes to um, what we are doing as, as a state, uh, I think everything is, is on the table. I certainly do give Director Hertel, who signs the epidemic orders, and the governor my, my advice as far as potential public health actions that can be made and their potential impact. So, so certainly they are aware of, of all of the options. Um, but I also think it, it's about orders, but it's also about people need to comply with the orders. Everyone can do something today that I am absolutely certain would bring our cases down. Mask, social distancing, avoiding large gatherings, getting their vaccine as soon as they are, are able to. 
avoiding indoor dining, those are things that absolutely would bring our cases down. Um, and people don't need an order to be able to uh, take responsibility for their own actions. So, so I, I, I want to talk just a little more about that whole dynamic. So I, I think we have, since the beginning, have had to balance public health interests against politics and practicality. Right, that that there are a number of different influences on uh, what gets decided and what the response to that decision is. Tell me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that there is a very strong public health case for new restrictions, uh, at least as strong as what we had when we had restrictions last year. But that the case, in political terms. And in practical terms, in terms of what people would actually do, is what has changed. Is that a is that a good or a bad read on the situation? Well, I, I would certainly say again, with the cases hospitalizations looking as they as they do, um, there certainly is, is a case for for stronger uh, public health orders. Um, but we also have. Uh, we have therapeutics now. We have vaccines now. Um, we we don't. I don't believe we need to do the type of restrictions that we did last April. Just because we've learned so much more about this virus and we can be much more targeted and strategic in in our efforts, uh, including the epidemic order that was put in place last fall to help bring our, our surge down. Um, so I think being very targeted, being very strategic. And, and I get it. A lot of people are very tired. They are not interested in being told what, what to do anymore. I, I get it. But I'll also just add, Michigan actually still has one of the most uh, restrictive uh, orders uh, in in the, the country, particularly in the, in the Midwest as well. 50% capacity limit on restaurants. There is still a mask mandate in an order right now. Um, so it, it's not as if we've completely uh, allowed everything. There are still really good um, evidence-based uh, policies in place right now. But absolutely, I, I think if some of those things like indoor dining um, was, was limited and, and potentially gatherings, um, I, I do think we'd be able to see our, our case rates come down. But it's also, again, it's a matter of will people do it? Yeah. Um, uh, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky this week responded to Governor Whitmer's request for a vaccine surge to Michigan to help fight the new spike in cases and hospitalizations. Uh, I want to first listen to what she said and then get your response to uh, her take on this. We know that if vaccines go in arms today, we will not see an effect of those vaccines, depending on the vaccine, for somewhere between two to six weeks. So when you have an acute situation, um, extraordinary number of cases like we have in Michigan, the answer is not necessarily to give vaccine. In fact, we know that the vaccine will have a delayed re response. The answer to that is to really close things down, to go back to our basics, to go back to where we were last spring, um, last summer, and to, to shut things down, to flatten the curve, to decrease contact with one another, to test to the extent that we have available, to, to contact trace. Sometimes you can't even do it at the capacity that you need. But really what we need to do in those situations is shut things down. I think if we tried to vaccinate our way out of what is happening in Michigan, we would be disappointed pointed that it took so long for the vaccine to work to actually have the impact. Okay, so that's uh, the CDC director really taking a very different 
approach to what's going on in Michigan and saying that we should be taking a very different approach. Uh, Dr. Khaldun, what's your response? Absolutely. So absolutely respect Dr. Walensky and, and her expertise. I think she, she likely doesn't fully understand uh, the efforts that are going on uh, on the ground in, in Michigan, which I, I don't necessarily expect her to. Uh, but to be very clear, we are actually uh, a, a really top state when it comes to our testing approach. We have very proactive testing going on across the state, uh, testing with schools. We actually have a testing mandate uh, in place in an order for all students who will be participating in sports contact or non-contact sports. And we've actually been applauded by the White House themselves uh, for our our testing efforts that we are doing. So absolutely, testing is an important part of our strategy. Contact tracing, we've, we've, again, hired many people. We even have some automatic kind of case investigation contact tracing going on. Really, really important part of our strategy. We have surged, the governor and I announced yesterday, we've surged our therapeutics when it comes to uh, the state and, and, and therapeutics for people who test positive for COVID-19. And we have also uh, redirected our vaccines uh, in the state to some of the places that, again, we did this weeks ago, that we're starting to see the highest increase in case rates. But absolutely, I, I actually agree with her. I said it earlier in our conversation, uh, a vaccine in an arm today Absolutely. That that is not uh, a strategy to address the the cases that are occurring and the transmission that is occurring today. Again, I said that earlier, but we do have a broader strategy. We are um, actually using the social vulnerability index in the state when it comes to how we allocate our our limited number of of vaccines uh, from an equity approach. Uh, in the places in the state where there's been higher numbers of cases, that often aligns with where we have um, lower income individuals, more racial ethnic minorities. We have actually increased allocations in the state to those places. Um, and we are currently surging our vaccines to those places in the state that are seeing more. And that's something that's been recommended as well at a national level. Um, so absolutely, I, I agree with her that vaccines are not, are not the, the the one thing to do. And that is that is not actually what our strategy is in Michigan. Yeah. Well, but the second half of what she's saying is that a shutdown is what we need. And I guess, again, let me ask the question a different way. If you could institute tighter restrictions and expect that people were going to follow them, wouldn't that be the best way to get control of this surge right now? And, and again, I have given my, my opinions and advice to the director and the governor. I would say that is certainly a, a policy option that, if followed, I think would be uh, effective. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you, you have also talked about uh, the need for people to, you know, on their own, pull back from some things. Uh, restaurants, in, in restaurant dining is one of them. But you also said at one point that retail was one of the things that you felt uh, people could could uh, pull back from as well. And, and I wonder, we haven't seen a lot of data, I don't think, on retail spread. Uh, I wonder if you can talk a little more about what we know about what's going on in the retail context. Sure. So, you know, since, since last week, we've actually seen 52 new outbreaks um, in restaurant and retail settings. 
So I think it's also important to know when we talk about outbreaks, that is not, um, we don't have full visibility into where outbreaks are actually occurring. Quite frankly, um, a large amount of our cases, because we're seeing so many, we are not able to reach them um, in, in, a, in a rapid time frame. So we don't actually know where they've been or where they may have uh, gotten the virus from. So our, our data is actually uh, somewhat limited. And I'll say we don't have mandated testing for people who go into retail stores or for people who go into restaurants. Mm -hmm. But we do have testing, like I said, for sports, for long-term care settings. So when we identify those outbreaks, part of that is a little bit of bias because we are testing in those places. So to say that we don't see data, therefore you can't say that this is a less safe uh, thing to do, is not quite the right way to think about these things. I'll, I'll just say this. When we talk about COVID and, and, and public health, it's really about your risk. Outdoors is clearly based on what we've learned over the past year. Outdoors is safer than indoors. Mask work. If you're in a place where you can wear masks and people are wearing masks, that's safer than a place where people are not. So, again, I wouldn't say so much retail necessarily as being the most risky thing, but certainly indoor dining where there be maybe less ventilation, where people are talking, where they're not wearing their masks, that is something that is much higher risk. And so that is why we are recommending that people pause uh, on that. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that retail is the place where um, it, it's the highest risk, but certainly you can think of it as a risk bucket. Every time you go out and you're interacting with other people, you're in large groups, you're increasing the likelihood that you may be exposed to the virus. So it's just about being smart, understanding your risk, and also getting vaccinated. A vaccine is a way to feel more safe in doing these activities, where, whether it's dining, uh, gathering of other people who are fully vaccinated, traveling without needing to worry about testing, uh, being able to uh, not have to quarantine if you're exposed. Vaccines really are the way for us to be able to do more things and feel more comfortable that we are not going to get COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, I know you have to run, but I have one more thing I want to just get you to address really quickly. We still have a lot of people who are hesitant about the vaccine or just saying flat out, that they're not going to do it. And uh, yesterday, Mayor Mike Duggan here in Detroit was talking about the, the rate of vaccination here in the city being 24 percent, which means three out of four people still are not uh, are not vaccinated. What message do you need to uh, to get out there to to, to turn that turn that around? Uh, we, we've got to get people to do this. How do we how do we do that? Absolutely. And I, I applaud uh, the mayor's efforts to to get the city vaccinated. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think it's OK. One, I think people need to know it's OK for them to have questions about the vaccine. Um, and it's important for uh, leaders, public health officials, doctors to make sure they're getting the right, accurate information out. I'll, I'll just tell people this. You know, these vaccines have one of the most, most robust um, monitoring systems in place. They've been studied in tens of thousands of people. Millions of people now across the United States have gotten these vaccines. And by and large, they are safe and effective. <clears throat> and the, the risk, the option of getting COVID-19, having to come into the hospital, potentially losing your life, that is a major risk. Um, and it's quite concerning what we're seeing now. So I, I would just hope that people Seek out answers to your questions. You absolutely should be doing that. But just recognize that these vaccines, by and large, are, are safe and effective and, and, and really are the way we're going to end this pandemic more quickly as well. Okay. 
uh, Dr. Jonay Khaldun, Chief Medical Executive here in the state of Michigan. Always great to have you here on the show. Thanks very much for this update. Thank you for having me on. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have a conversation about the ways mass transit has been irreversibly changed by the pandemic. In some ways, not great, but in some ways, rather hopeful. Stay with us for more Detroit Today.